Good morning, Christ Center. It's Saturday, December 2nd, and this is the final day of our journey through the book of John. I hope it's been a blessing to you guys. Uh, let's start this morning like we always have been with a moment of silent prayer as we invite the Holy Spirit to join us. This is Carly Davis. Today's reading comes from John 21, verses 20 through 25. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, the one who also had leaned back against him during the supper and had said, Lord, who is it that is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, If it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. So the saying spread abroad among the brothers that this disciple was not to die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not to die, but if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things and who has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Well, it's the last day of our walk through this book, you guys, and and this last passage is where the author finally takes off his mask and tells us who he is. He probably had savored this moment, never suspecting we might eventually name the book after him and, you know, spoiler alert, But I love John's ending. I love the imagery that the world can't contain all the books about what Jesus did. And I especially love how John unwraps his identity. He reminds us uh, of the time when he leaned back against Jesus' chest. It wasn't until John did that that Jesus told them he was going to be the betrayer. Clearly, Jesus cared deeply for him. Are you guys getting this? Uh, Look how John built his own identity in this book. He wasn't John the son of Zebedee, or he wasn't John James's bro, or a son of thunder, or one of the big three. No, no. He could have been known by any of those things, but he wants to be identified as a man who was loved by Jesus. And I think that's something we should all aspire to, you know? Like, sure, we all have our identities. We're, we're friends, we're, we're, we're husbands or wives, you know? We have passions, we have convictions, we're a part of our communities, and all of those contribute to this big thing we call identity. But John invites us, through his example, to simplify. We are beloved. Each one of us. We are loved by Jesus. Now we've spent three months reading Jesus' words and watching his actions, and they all in the end point to that fact. We are loved by an everlasting love. We are beloved. We are beloved of the Logos. We are beloved of the Lamb of God. We are beloved of the light the way and the truth. We are beloved of the bread of life and the streams of living water. 
We are beloved of the Good Shepherd, the King, the Son of David, Jesus, the resurrection and the life. Is it possible to be anything greater? I think not. So rest in this today, friends. You are the beloved. You are the disciple whom Jesus loved. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. May that radical truth of your love sink down into the deepest levels of my heart. May it uproot all the false selves that seek to name me. Thank you for demonstrating your love through this beautiful, beautiful story. I take it with me now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for going on this, uh, this journey with us. Thank you for all of you who contributed, uh, both through reading and through contributing devotionals. We will be doing this again uh, in a couple of months. So uh, hang in there if you didn't get a chance. And, uh, and thank you guys so much. We love you.